are now tuned in to Pure Radio. How's it going, guys? This is Joseph Octaviani, and this is a new episode of Pure Radio. And today we have a new special guest hailing from... Well, actually, he'll introduce himself. Go ahead. Yeah, my name is Charbel Winato. I'm from Benin, West Africa. And what do you do, sir? Uh, so I went to school for industrial design, but I'm also an artist, self-taught graphic designer. Yeah, I do a little bit of everything on, like, artistic side. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you do the, the visual the visual art side? Yeah. Okay. Like, and Yeah, a lot of graphic work, um, digital graphic work, and yeah, illustrations. Okay. Um, I'm actually trying to learn. Like, I'm trying to learn more about the whole graphic design digital graphic design and all that type of stuff um you said you're from west africa that's one thing that i actually instantly wanted to talk to you about because africa as a continent is so beautiful to me um so beautiful and under underappreciated almost Mm -hmm. um what was that like what was when were you born so you were born there how long were you there what made you come over here um, I was fortunate enough to travel to several countries because of my dad's job. Um, but I was I was in Benin for a good six years. Then I moved to Ghana, oh, where sure. I learned English. So Benin is like a French country. You know, in general, Africa has been divided. Well, the countries are either colonized by England or France. There are a few countries I've been colonized by, like Spanish countries. But generally, like you would go from one country to the next, and uh, one country speaks French and no the country way. right next to it speaks English, yeah. So um, Ghana is like two countries away from Benin, and I moved there when I was six. That's when I actually started to speak English, and yeah. I've never even, I'm not going to lie, I've never even heard of Benin. I thought yeah, it was yeah. like a city or uh, something. <laughs> there is actually a city in Nigeria called Benin City. Um, mm. but, yeah. yeah, and so like what, what how, was that tra- how was that transition like coming from West Africa, where they speak fucking where Africa period where they speak French and all this other type of stuff and it's just a whole different environment, whole different cultures and coming all the way over here to, you came to Philly, right? Is that what you told me? Yes, yeah. Philly um, first or? Yeah, Philly. I went to Philly for school. Um, like, okay, general, I, w- I would talk to you about, I guess, how people view society or how society is in general. Mm-hmm. Like here, I feel like um, individualism is pushed a little more, whereas oh, really? back home there's more sense of community and there's a good side and a bad side to it. Um, what do you mean? Explain that. When there's a problem, when someone has a problem, it's everyone else's problem, mm. you know, type thing. Like yeah. we um, help each other in that sort of sense. Um, there are countries like in Senegal. It's it's weird. Like it's it's. It seemed normal to stay in the family house until, like, you're even 30. Like, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, here so people call it that sense loser. of community. Like, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so they, they tend to have, like, big houses where it's, like, the grandma's house or something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. People have their own houses if they want to and stuff. But, like, in, in, in certain cultures, it's more, it's more of a common thing. Mm. But the bad thing about that cons um is that you lose a sense of privacy and oh, yeah. yeah which was like a very big issue for me uh given that i'm a very independent person you know um i always valued my privacy and yeah 
was that, that was a like, that was, that was a big yeah, problem. Yeah, I bet, dude. What? I, I go crazy when I can't have privacy. And that's like most of my my entire life is like I, I don't get a sense of like privacy. Yeah. And then I finally moved out. And then like having the roommate sometimes, you don't even get a sense of privacy. So yeah. it's fucking crazy. Around this age, because how old are you? 21. 21, yeah, I'm 22. So like there's not really too much privacy in our age. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's either you're living with your parents or you're living with the roommate. You rarely have like that true privacy where you're just by yourself so that's that's crazy and these in these countries where it's like more community based were you were you independent there or like coming to america did that kind of like influence you to become more independent and no i always had the independent spirit in me so like where did that come from me i guess that's just who you are yeah i don't know what people believe in like astrologic signs and how that defines you and stuff like that. I mean, I read into it, um, and it's true, like, most, for the most part, like, you know, you, you see similarities in your personality and how some of the things that they say are accurate. I'm a Gemini, and where I'm going, we're, like, rebellious and, like, very independent, don't mm. like to be cornered and stuff like that, so, oh, okay, so I don't know, I've always wanted to. born with it, that's just who you are. Yeah. So the more I was suppressed, the more I wanted to find my way and just, yeah. like, yeah. Break out of that yeah. shit. Yeah. And that's what... Um, it's like, oh, so you just came over here for school. Correct. You didn't, like, yes. live here and then go to school. No. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, I just so came here was, for industrial design. That was a huge Which, change. Do you ever, like, want to go back? I go back all the time. I no go way. back every year. I'm oh. going back this December, actually. Yeah. This December? Yes. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. To visit yeah. your family and stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. none of them... Wait, you have no family over here? Indirect family, not, oh. not like, not like, uh, yeah, not like blood family, but um, they do visit as well. You know, well, we go back and forth. So oh, okay, okay, spiritual. okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, no, there was a point in time where I didn't see my family for like three years. Oh really? So, yeah, and where, they're in the same they? country. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, they were. Well, I mean, no, well, they were in Puerto Rico and yeah. uh, Florida, and I was up in Washington. So where are you from? So actually? I'm I'm from I'm from Florida. I was born and raised in Tampa, Florida, um, and I moved around a lot. I moved around a lot. Uh, but eight when I was eighteen, I really wanted that sense of like independence and privacy, and you know, I just wanted to become like a grown a man type yeah, shit. Yeah, so. Yeah. Also, I needed to move, I'm not going to lie, because I had to, I had moved up to, I had switched back and forth between Washington State and Flor- in Florida, so in uh, the school system here, it really fucks you up with, like, because they teach completely different things, so it's completely different credits, completely different school systems, like, it's kind of crazy, I don't know if it's the same over there. It is, yeah. it is, I've, I've, I've experienced, like, switching um educational system like going from the French system to the British program (laughs) and to the American program like so yeah I I, um, experienced the differences between them like the English uh, English people don't play like it's way it's way much harder than the American program really yeah so when I went to Ghana it was all English and a lot of things that I was doing in fifth grade like were so intense that when I moved to Senegal I actually went to an American high school over there so I really like started to um, to make friends there, like American friends, like back there before I came here. Yeah. Because, um, like, a lot of Senegalese parents would have children and want them to experience African culture, so they sent them to Senegal. Uh, so it, it uh, gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of people. Um, wow. 
Yeah, that, that was that's definitely what I'm uh, probably like I'm most grateful for with moving is meeting all those people and kind of becoming. That's why I'm such a people person. It's because I was kind of forced to become a people person, like moving from school to school every single year. That was like my childhood. So I, you know, if I wasn't a people person, then I would be like mad, angry, depressed, you know, because I never kept a friend more than a year. I mean, not really like kept a friend because, you know, like I have a friend that my first best friend in sixth grade, I still call her my best friend. But like just moving and having to meet friends every single year. It, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, some yeah. people don't work like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank God right. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you feel a certain type of way? Like, I, f I feel like I'm, I'm one of the only one of my friends that feels a certain type of way when I hear colonizing, when I hear a country colonizing another country. Especially, it's very common in Africa that they're colonized by the French or the British and. It sounds like it's very like old 1700, but it's very, it's still, they're still colonized by them. No, or we're not, no. We're no, no, no. Okay. So like all these countries actually uh, got their independence in 1960s. Like it That's, was a okay. huge entire wave. I think it was around, I'm not too sure if that, that was when like revolutions were happening all around the world. Yeah. And people yeah. were getting inspired, like, um, you know from they would hear like oh this country's you know rich in independence like we should uh make our move too and you know so like it was just a huge wave and everybody got their independence around the same time uh, so yeah we're we're um we used to like i guess the word we used to be colonies but yeah. we're countries now um you know that's awesome are they are and now see like puerto rico um i, I do a lot of research on puerto rico because of course it is like my home country and stuff but they are technically still colonized by the US but they're an independent country and the way yeah, they colonized I think, I think, yeah yeah I mean well that's that's just called imperialism um, we're still like suffering and tied to those countries indirectly in ways that we don't think we are but we are how do they like okay they okay for instance Benin is a big producer of cotton and um, yeah, so like, let's say they have this sort of deal with France. Well, first off, it could be, it could, I'm not saying this is the case, but yeah. there are countries that are like that with the countries that colonize them, whereas like they can't sell their product to other countries or they're dependent on them in such a way that they're losing still, you know, mm -hmm. like the... It's not true yeah, independence. Yeah. yeah. There's a label of independence because, you know, we got a plaque that says we're an independent country now, but it's not... Or what like, the U.S. does is they control Puerto Rico's trading. Yes. They control their postal service. They control their part. Their their military. They control uh, their money. Their currency. They control uh, so many things that it's like, why don't you guys fucking own the country? You know what I mean? Like you, what's the point of saying that they're independent, but you guys are still ruling, really ruling over this entire country? And it's it's really sad. And I wanted to know, since you said you were from West Africa, I wanted to know if it was like that in any of the countries over there still. Indirectly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are the countries being, are, are they, like, you know, what I said, like they, they run their postal service and they run their uh, military. It's all U.S. ran, you know. So oh, they, it's easy, Yeah, it's okay. all U.S. ran. So, like, if you go, there's the U.S. Postal Service in Puerto Rico. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not really like that. Um, 
in most of the countries, uh, we do get products from like majority from yeah from from countries. those um, countries like that colonized us and um, like back to the negative sides I was telling you about like let's say yeah you're exporting cotton you can sell it to other like they are allowed to buy it at a much lower price mm. than it would be on the market but um, no it's it's not like like there's no like French company actually. Yeah, most of the, the communication companies in Senegal that are owned by French people. So in, in a, in a, mm, in a okay, sort of way, yeah. like, a lot of these big um, things that we depend on, like communication, like, are owned by people from, like, Europe. And how do, like, the native people feel about that, you know? You know, like, how native people feel about, like, the man, the white man, or... Like, do you, or how they feel about just like the other countries. The thing is, people don't really pay attention to that um, mm. as long as society is working, and we we still feel like you know there's so much stuff that goes really deep into what happens politically in West Africa, in the African general, um, that we don't know about. But yeah, I don't think we've achieved um, true democracy. A lot of countries still have issues, um, just like electoral process and everything. Really? Yeah, you know, I, some candidates are preferred by um, Occidental countries and because because you know they know they will be able to manipulate those candidates much easier than others and they do indirectly influence what happens yeah. as a result like who becomes president in ways that we don't know but they have that's yeah. a whole another that's a whole another that's, that's piece. A whole, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, so to your, I wanted to, I just wanted to get like a little insight on what it's like over there in Africa as far as like the whole colonizing. Because colon, colonization is a crazy thing to me. Like mm -hmm. it's a crazy it concept. Yeah, like seriously. who the fuck thought of that? Like you're small, you look weak. Let me go over there and, you know, run shit pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like um, it's a part of us, like humans in general. Like it goes way back, like Roman Empire taking over, like yeah, all the empires next to it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in like, our human psyche, like I feel like yeah. If you feel like yeah, it's it's nothing new. Colonization. Oh no, for new. sure. Yeah, it's been around for like forever. I'm sure, like when there were cavemen, they would take over the little tribes and yeah, and, like even before lands. even before um, Occidental countries like started to come, colonize African like. We would do that to each other as well, mm -hmm. like take over the next um, tribe or yeah, yeah, crazy. So West Africa, you learned you you how'd you how'd you even come about like the the design aspect of your life? How did you how did that even come into your life? Or did you wake up one day like man, I want to start really <laughs> designing? Like no. Um, so my mom was an architect. Oh okay. And I spent a lot of my. Um, days like just being in the studio seeing her draw and stuff but one of the people that really influenced me and it's like one of the reasons why I started to draw is my cousin I had this cousin um, his name is Oras uh, I do guys uh, there's like a Spanish way to say it right Go yeah he, he was generally a big influence in me I would spend a lot of time with him like uh, during like summers my summers and stuff and we were super bored we didn't have a lot to do yeah. so um, and he liked to draw, you know, he was like into 
mechanical stuff. Uh, like cars and shit, or, or like he he like actually tools. like we would we would build like little um, torch lights and little like cars that like with motors and just like pl- uh, put batteries together. And, Holy like, shit! Really? Make games up, and I guess that's kind of what like sparked you know I think that sparked yeah, a lot of, of um, the creativity side, but like. Coming back to drawing specifically, I remember we used to do this thing where he had a book and we would compete with each other to see what, like, who drew the image the closest, like, you know, type thing. Oh, trying to, like, replicate something and then, oh. So, a lot, yeah, that's when I really started to draw and stuff. And, yeah, for as long as I could remember, I I, um, doodled or, you know, um, it was always, like, a sort of coping mechanism for me. I'm one of those people that's like I have a short attention span. Mm. So like in class in general, um, I can't I can't just look at the board. I can't look at the professor. Like I, my mind would go away. Like I need something to hold it down, and then I pay attention if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Yeah. So I've always been doodling in my sketchbook, in my my notebooks, like all the time. You won't see one page like where it's just not something in the corner of it. You know. Yeah, it's always been like that. Uh, it's like engraved in you. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to pursue, I knew I wanted to pursue something that was art-related, but then again, coming from, uh, you know, from a background where art is not necessarily seen as something that's necessary or, or um, important, um, it's it's kind of, it was, it was hard to think of it as a career path. No, yeah, for sure. You just think of it as kind of like, you know, you yeah. doodle in your book. Like. Yeah. yeah, like my parents told me straight up um, they were not going to fund any art-related major. So I had to go with something that was close enough to art, but taken seriously. Or that, like, implicated art in one way or another, but that could be viewed as something serious. Yeah. Uh, which was industrial design, which, to be honest, is the reason why I went to school for industrial design. Um, you know, product design. Uh, yeah. yeah. How did that conversation even go? Like, how? That's crazy to, to straight up tell someone because what they tell you told me they told you that uh, they weren't, like, yeah. what they weren't gonna su- not support or wh- whatever. What was it? Yeah, they're not gonna fund like any. Um, they're not gonna fund my studies if I'm going for something that's art related. <laughs> that's crazy. How did that make you feel? Did that? I mean, because uh, I feel like a lot of people. That's good that you stuck to it because a lot of people I feel like would be disencouraged and that's one of the biggest things in our, that's one of the biggest things in like the youth is they get disencouraged and a lot of it is by their parents. That is true. Yeah, that's a big problem, seriously. I, I could never see myself like not supporting my child if, you know, if that's what he likes to do and stuff. Um, you know, I, I think it falls back on them, I think. It's, you're forcing someone to go a path he doesn't like you're just messing up his life, like, um, and you're wasting your money as well, you know, yeah, overall, true. the person might not end up doing what you, you're paying them, yeah, to do, to study and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. it just sucks in, in general, um, yeah, and I feel like that's a like, because a lot of our parents are, that's just maybe how they were born, how they were raised, it's true, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it's yeah just, they're just passing it down, our true. generation is amazing, I love. I honestly love our generation because we're really breaking out of that exactly. traditional yes. mentality. Yeah, we're tra- we're breaking we're thinking, out of that. Yeah. exactly. I feel like we're the ones that's actually they're actually going to, um, you know, push our kids to you know uh, do what they want. It's so widely accepted now. The that. art 
art is so widely accepted. If you do, if you do art now, like your peers will look at you like you're cool and like they'll support you, while your parents are like this guy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do fucking. He's going. I'm paying thirty thousand dollars for him to draw on his in his book. Like, and, and it's a lot of how you know they were raised. Like they weren't. Yeah. If they were to tell their parents that they were going to art school, it would have got this probably same exact response. Like if they wanted to go to school for art mm-hmm. or anything like that. Thank. Luckily, I I have a mom where she's not really like that because she's always been that rebel. Yeah. You know? Okay, so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good to have a parent like that. Yeah, she was always that rebel. She told me, like, she, you know, ran away. Not ran away, but um, her, how her and my dad, they were going out, and, and my grandparents didn't they approve of that approve and when they were in Puerto Rico, so they just moved to Florida, and that's how, yeah, you know, they were like, oh, screw you, and, you know, that's how I came about. But, God yeah, bless, so bless. thank God I have a parent <laughs> like that where she's just like, anything I do, she's like, all right, fuck yeah, go do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot. It's important. That's, that's very important. Yeah, because your, your I saw a video where it was like this guy he died trying to make his dad proud. Like, and when his dad wasn't proud, well, he didn't die trying, but like he pretty much he did. Yeah, when he didn't he he didn't feel like he made his dad proud doing what he loved to do, he went down the wrong path, started doing drugs, you know, alcohol, all that type of stuff, and then of course he died overdosing. You know stuff like that, but like their parents, the parents have such a huge influence, they dude. Do, like in ways, like it's wild, and I'm glad you stuck to it. Oh yeah, I mean this comes naturally. I, um, you know, I don't see myself not doing this. You know, even if it's just on the side. Like I guess I wasn't taking it seriously until I was still doing it. You know, I just wasn't. I, w- I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to. Yeah, it's my career. Well, you know, I don't make it. I still want. I do want to turn this into yeah, a yeah. Paycheck. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, you know, course, like yeah. this is like I feel like a dream job should be passion like you should turn your passion into passion turn your passion into money like you should do what somehow you love to do. like yeah so right now that's the challenge and but yeah i didn't start to see it that way until new year's this, of this year yeah oh, that's, wow. that's when i really started to look at my sketchbooks and uh, i was like yo you need to start like putting this on a bigger scale marketing um, yourself yeah pretty much right like going to different yeah 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 actually putting it out going to different people like hey look so, what I, yeah. I do so yeah i built a website and stuff um started putting my stuff on it what's your website it's a uh, nuage jaune it's uh n u uh n <laughs> it's french it's, it's french for yellow cloud goes back to it's kind of silly but it's a reference to dragon ball z like uh, oh fuck yeah <laughs> uh dang, flying nimbus oh fuck yeah but i mean it's just supposed to it's like it's a rep- representation of elevation you know it's just like mm, yeah. yeah it's just kind of like yeah but yeah it's um okay I, I could write it down for you yeah what's what's the for the podcast what's it what's it spell it out it's um, N-U-A-G-U-E, uh, J-A-U-N-E. Perfect. What What do you, off the top of your head, what do you design the most? Is it like, prod- is it like products? Is it, I know you do uh, interior design, is that what you said you did? Industrial design. Industrial design. It's, then you it's do pretty much the design. design. Yeah. Um, and but I try to, and... I try to do, I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. So I do furniture, lighting, I do all these abstract designs. I'm a graphic designer. I do a lot of um, logos uh, by referral, just people that I meet, like how I met you. It's just yeah, things like yeah. that. Like you just meet people, and they. Um, it's. I started to promote myself, like do a lot more self promotion. You know, so I tell people what I do, and they're like, "Oh, I got this project. 
you should probably hop on it, you know, and that's how it goes. Um, but, like, I could tell you what I'm working on right now. What is it? What's up? Like, the different things that I'm working on. Oh, yeah, for sure. What's up? I'm kind of the art director for this. Um, it's a taco business started by UCLA Kids. It's a sort of a taco delivery thing. So Taco business? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so I take <laughs> care of, I took care of the whole entire brand identity, and, like, I do all the graphic things that come along with their social promotion and stuff like that. Um, also, I, I started to design, uh, like, the front face app design for um, this this app, this startup app that's, that's um, in the works. What's it's it called? Payload. Payload. Yeah. What, what, is, what is it about? Uh, I don't know if I can really talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, still, it's still that. It's still up. in the works, yeah. Oh, okay. it's still in the works. All right. Yeah, just stuff like that. Um, like graphic design. Yeah, what about personal stuff? About personal stuff. Yeah, I want to expand my portfolio in such a way that, well, that, that shows them. Um, so I do like furniture design. I do like lighting design. Just like, like sneakers as well. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get into like I'm like I'm trying to push the art into bigger scale. Yeah. Walls and like starting to do murals and. And it's more. You said your style is more like abstract. It is abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's how would how would abstract? I'm trying to think like abstract, and industrial design like product design, inside of my house, what that would even look like. Like everything would be like a fucking mess. <laughs> how do you how do you even like chain that together no, to where it looks presentable? When it comes to industrial design, that's um, it's completely different from express expression um, and like the abstract expression. I do separate them when it comes to like product design. I um, I mean, so it's more by the drawing. book, I guess. More like what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say professional, but like just more. Okay, the thing is, design is you're usually solving a problem, so you observe something and. Mm the final design you might not like yourself because you're not designing it for yourself. You design it for someone mm. else that's going to use the product. So yeah, it's it's the whole entire process of research, like observing the person you're designing for and based off that, like building something that would work for them. When it comes to abstract, I do, I do see a whole entire, like, yeah, this is like purely expression and just kind of like a different interpretation of things in and not necessarily in real life but some things in real life mm, what do you mean like this is supposed to be a vase but it's an abstract vase it's, uh, it's just like another way of seeing it you know um, yeah yeah that would make more thought-provoking things that would uh, just make people look at it for a second and think like what is this like question like yeah but of course the whole entire what abstract is is just um putting kind of your own perception well it's just putting what's things. necessary for mm -hmm. something to be what it is but not like giving room for the, the person to interpret it the oh, way they want as well okay so yeah if you're you're drawing a chair it doesn't necessarily need to be an image of a chair with four legs it could you could have a back seat and put a line just one line underneath it and it, uh, one person may see it as a chair and the next person could interpret it completely differently um but i mean it's it's just fun it's just um distorting things like a different perspective like yeah yeah that's wild and so with your you guys can't see but he has brought a lot of his uh, a lot of his work 
and there's one that I really want to talk about, and it's those sneakers. And what? How do you, how do you even get into designing sneakers? Do you take a lot of what out what's out right now? Do you completely draw something in your head? No, I just go on the paper. I just uh, it's I mean it's the same basis that I use for for these abstract designs. It's a constant conversation between um, the previous line that you drew and the next line that you're going to draw. It's just like, um, like you know, it's just like, like forms come like concave, come like you want to contrast, do you want to complement the next line, and eventually you end up with something that's that looks pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I've not been dwelling in materials as much as I should. It's more of the aesthetic side of it. I've been dwelling in textile design as well um, with some of my art, and some of these things actually, abstract art. I want to use some of these elements to make my own patterns. Which uh, so yeah, it's not just like these can these things. These are just like little blocks that I can then apply to so many more like other things, like you know, like textile design, um, like tapestry. Um, um, I'm falls in the same crazy. category, but yeah, they can be like patterns for shoe designs. You know. Um, Have you been submitting these at all? No, I'm just building a portfolio so I could apply to. Like shoe companies, really. And present it, present it, you know. Well, more, more, more for like a job, but yeah, of course, to get experience. But yeah, eventually, um, I would want to see one of these come to life. Like whether it's just something I'm doing on the side by myself. Like I would want to learn how to to actually um, build a sneaker. Like on your own, whether it's own two hands or just the design part. Yeah, no, at least understand. At least understand, like yeah, how sneakers are built. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I've always wanted to design sneakers. I just never really sat down and I really like just picture I, I'm not really I used to be a drawer when I was in like middle school um, and that's probably because I didn't have technology you know yeah when I now that I have technology a lot of it goes into like I, I want to take a picture of what's in my mind I want to make a video of what's like make a movie of what's in my mind instead of now just like drawing it so that's like a whole nother that's a whole nother talent is being able to apply what you see on paper um, just like as in, you know, being able to apply what you see to a photograph or a video or painting or anything like that. So it's it's all it all ties into art but so many it's they require so many different skills, you know what I mean? And it's it's beautiful, especially sneaker design. Um, so I told myself like by the end of the year before I graduated I was gonna have an art show and it was cool, you know, industrial design took a lot of my time. I didn't really plan ahead of time. When it came time to finding the gallery that would that was participating the next the following first Friday, it was um, it was a little tough. I walked around, showed myself to people, like a lot of people found it very interesting. Airbnb space. Oh no I, way! Yeah, I fucked it up. I turned it around, and you know what? I loved it actually so much more. Is you know, you'd think when it comes to art, there's more freedoms, no rules, and blah blah, and there's still structure and stuff, but. I, yeah, I don't like following instructions. Yeah, renting that Airbnb, I felt like I had so much more freedom. I, I made it whatever I wanted it to be, pretty much. So I turned it into an art show slash music event. Wow. Like slash get together <laughs> type thing. And yeah, just like invited everybody and yeah, had it going. It was interesting. There were drinks. You, you, know. didn't, get no, you didn't get in trouble? No, hell no. <laughs> no, it was cool. 
So yeah, that's why um, I'm calling it like a mock uh, art show. But yeah, that was that was it, that was fun, you know. I'll definitely do that again. Actually, that that isn't a bad idea. Making it something that's that's more. Um, I was gonna say like I'm, a different my, cities and stuff, you know. Definitely might like try getting, that out. Airbnb. Yeah, getting the artists together, like, but actually planning it ahead, you know, like promoting it very well. Oh yeah, of course. Getting like a list of artists that would showcase their work and. Um, yeah, that that could be something that would work. Actually, I might be interested in doing that. Uh, uh, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I, you just got you just gave me an idea for Airbnbs. <laughs> you just gave me an idea. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you are listening to this, there will be a video attached to this uh, of Charbel, of his work, and hopefully, and. Uh, yeah getting more in depth into his life i guess and so thank you guys for tuning in this has been pure radio have a good day